So one of the things in terms of starting an exercise that, and, and this is the influence of Zen on, on how I teach this, <laughs> is that I really don't prefer when people lie down. Um, self-aware, training self-awareness is different than training relaxation. And relaxation is wonderful and nice, um, but that's not, when I, when I teach breath work, that's not what I'm after. I'm after insight. Because when you're aware, you can see. And when you can see things, you can let them go. And when you can let things go, then you actually have peace. That's what we're after. Whereas there's a difference between that type of peace and equanimity and just manufacturing relaxation, right? Because that's it's just, it's the difference between nutrition, eating something with actual nutrition and eating something that just tastes good, but has empty calories basically. And so the reason I'm bringing this up is because I do almost all my breath work um, in a seated position and upright because we're trying to ultimately train a way of observing our experience, of being mindful of our experience. And you have to embody a posture that's conducive to doing that. And if you're on the ground, which again is great for relaxation or sleeping, but that, when, for me, that's not my target, that's not my goal. So if you can, sit up straight, put your feet flat on the floor. Um, do whatever you would like to do with your hands just put them somewhere where they're not going to fidget. And you want the sense of that your ears are over your shoulders and your shoulders are over your hips. And once you feel like you're aligned vertically in that way, just lean back half an inch. And if you can, close your mouth and breathe through your nose. And if you want, you can close your eyes if you're comfortable doing that. I'm gonna keep mine slightly open so I can keep an eye on the time. <laughs> and just to start, I want you to notice that there's something that it's like to be you right here, right now. You're in a body and there's something that it's like to be in that body. There's an experience. And so I'm gonna give you five to 10 seconds and just simply acquaint yourself with a general sense of your body as a whole. do that you might notice where is your body most vivid for you where does your attention naturally funnel where is sensation most alive for you 
And as you notice that, open your attention to other areas of the body that aren't as vivid. The bottoms of your feet, the tops of your feet, tops of your hands, maybe the middle of your back between your shoulder blades, maybe your shins. So you want to stretch that awareness out so it's not just pooling in one area of your experience, but that it's open and encompassing of the entirety of your body all at once. Now that your attention is anchored in your body as a whole, notice your breathing. And in the same way that you did with the body, notice immediately where your attention goes when I say notice your breathing. For example, as I did that, my attention immediately went to the top of my abdomen and the bottom of my chest. And as I noticed that, I opened my awareness to notice more. Flow of air coming in through the nose. A delicate tickle of air in the back of my throat. A slight movement of my shoulders and chest. And even the way that on inhales, my body seems to press down as a whole a little bit more into the chair that I'm sitting in. Now that you're paying attention to your breathing, make sure you haven't lost awareness of your body as a whole. So come back, feel the body. And as you feel the body, feel the breath. Don't simply trade one for the other. Feel them both simultaneously. Because your whole body is breathing. And as you feel your whole body breathe, continue to keep your attention open while also noticing your exhalation. In particular, the last half of your exhalation. And as I say this, don't do anything to your breathing. You shouldn't be breathing in any kind of way. 
You're just letting your breath breathe itself. And just notice what arises when you pay attention to the end of your exhale. And as you bring awareness there, does your breathing behavior change? This is something that happens as we begin a self-awareness practice with breathing is that when we pay attention to some part of our breathing, as soon as we put that attention on it, we, we change the behavior. So you wanna see if you can just simply notice without any change, without any manipulation, goal is to first notice. And as you notice the end of the exhale, if there is any tension at the end where you feel like you can't let go of the exhale, exhale fully, see if you can consciously let go of that tension. And as you do that, is there a change in your inhale as a result? because we don't have a ton of time, I'm just gonna give you 30 seconds or so and I'm gonna stop talking. But I want you to feel your body as a whole. I want you to feel your whole body breathing. And I want you really to pay attention to the transitions of your breath. Where the exhale, Let's go. And where the inhale picks up. And where the inhale reaches its fullness and hands off to an effortless exhale. And I'm going to stop talking for 30 seconds and just let you bring awareness to those spaces. And if you notice any unnecessary effort, tension, holding, see if you can let go. And at the end of your next exhale, don't change your breath in any way. 
the end of your, your next exhale. I want you simply to hold your breath. I want you to hold it, not till it becomes really, really forceful, but till it becomes somewhat uncomfortable. And as you come to the end of that exhale, don't overreach on the first inhale. And just come back to your baseline breathing. This is where in class, I'll say to students, if there's some positive value or thought or recognition that you want to keep in the front of your mind. Feel free to bring it to the front of your attention. Some way of living that's important to you or some quality. Maybe just an image of the person you aspire to be. Bring that front and center. And just imagine for the next two or three breaths, again, don't change them, that you're breathing in that quality, that you're filling up with that quality. Now you can wiggle your toes. You can wiggle your fingers. You can make a, a fist with your hands and open your fingers up. Stretch your head and neck side to side. Any movement that feels gentle and restorative. When I was in the monastery in Korea, monks taught me you can gently pull down and up on your ears. And it's very relaxing. Vagus nerve is in this area. So when we pull, it kind of stimulates that parasympathetic tone a little bit. And then if you haven't done so already, you can slowly open your eyes. And here we are, and this is the most important part, is you just spent some time doing something very noble, and that's paying attention to your experience to better understand what you are and how you are. And as you finish an exercise like this, there can be a tendency to want to flip a switch and immediately go back to everyday mind. Like, oh, I'm done, I'm done with the exercise. Now let me go back to, no. That now the exercise is actually beginning. And that's real life. 
And so you're, you're taking what you've just cultivated. And the idea is, is that you're mindful of the transition out of the activity because you're trying to bring with what you just created, that level of awareness. You're bringing that with you as you move on to the rest of, of your day. Um, there's something else I was going to say, and I just forgot it, and it was important. <laughs> um, oh, what was I going to say? It was so important. And I thought I'm going to forget it if I don't say it right now, but then I didn't, and I forgot it. Everything you did say was definitely very beautiful and very lovely, though. <laughs> um, I really... I think that's such a a really valuable point that maybe sometimes gets forgotten or missed the that kind of your practice begins when the exercise ends. Um, yeah. It's a really, really beautiful point to finish on. Um I yes, I, I think it's really important because we we compartmentalize, we've gotten used to compartmentalizing everything. And that creates a whole host of issues. And so when we're talking about really spending the time to do the type of work we were just doing, I honestly personally don't think there's anything more important to do as a human being than to do that type of work. And so as you're transitioning out of it, you're not leaving it behind, you're taking it with. And I think that's the real important piece. Um, what I was going to say is that some people say, well, that's great. I can be calm when I sit there in a formal posture, doing a formal practice like that. And it's great. It's life that's difficult, so on and so forth. The point is, is if you don't have the formal practice as your touchstone, then it's going to be impossible to execute any of these insights or experiences in real time. And so, uh, and I love touchstone because what a touchstone is, I believe a touchstone determines the real quality of metals and stones to see if it's a, a false metal or a false stone, like fool's gold or whatever. So a touchstone is something that actually shows if something is real or not, the actual truth of something. And when you think of formal practice, taking 10 minutes a day, 15 minutes a day to do what we just did, that's your touchstone. That's truth. When you have that time to engender that perspective and that insight, again, into who and what you are, then as you move into the other dimensions of your life, you have something to compare the events of the world to, which means you have the ability to maintain perspective, to realize this isn't real. This particular event that's making me feel this particular way or my response to it is making me feel this particular way. I can recognize that there's a lack of truth there, that I don't need to buy into this particular emotional experience that's arising. How do I know that? I know that because I have a regular practice where I can experience these things arising and I can practice not reacting to them and letting them go. And I can use an awareness of the breath to do that. That's where the breath work piece is so important. So I'll stop, I'm rambling, but um, very important stuff. I personally, I find your rambles um, 
very insightful and uh, <laughs> very very inspiring so just want to say again thank you so much for taking the time to come on and have this conversation um, I, I look forward to, to learning much more from you in the future and um, yeah, I'd definitely love to get you on again sometime to to yeah talk about a few more things I feel like there was plenty more we didn't even get a chance to, to touch on but um, yeah thank you again so much for your time and, and for your insights for sure. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for having me. And I'll be sure to communicate to my wife that someone finds value in my ramblings. <laughs> I'm going to tell her today. <laughs> I found someone. There's someone. <laughs> I only need one person. If you get through right. the person, it's worth it. <laughs> I, I appreciate it. <laughs>